Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the signal sign and you are free to move around the cabin. The lights remind you, though, for your safety. Please keep your seatbelt fastened. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Tyler and Monique are siblings that both work for a major airline in Phoenix, Arizona. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to Non-Rev Lounge. We are excited to be with you again this week. We are sitting after some travels, and so this week we're actually sitting with my wife, Katie. She was on the show a while back, and we just got back from a trip. We went over to, went to Europe, a few places in Europe. So we're going to, right, so we're excited to be here and talking about that trip. And well, so welcome back to the show, Katie. Thank you. And so, yeah, you may recognize her voice from the beginning and yeah. the end, or is it just the end? And the beginning and the end. Yeah. If you listen to the podcast, you know. <laughs> Clearly, I don't because I don't know where her voice is at. But yeah, I'm excited to hear about you guys' trip because they haven't told me anything. So yeah, I don't so know. We've anything. been strategically leaving you in the dark. But I, that's, I was so excited. I'm excited to hear about it. We've been home for a couple of days back from Europe and and we've been trying to. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you because we always talk about our travels. Yeah. And, but, and for this show, it seems like almost everything has either been done in the past. We're kind of like reliving old ones, except for like Alaska. That's the only trip we really had in the six months. Maybe little things here and there we've talked about, but this is like the first big trip. And so we're, we're excited to finally get to talk, t- tell you about it. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully you're not like, <laughs> well, oh, that's all you did? <laughs> Anything after COVID's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 7-Eleven's exciting. It's like, uh, which actually is all over the place in Europe. Oh, is it? At least in, was it Copenhagen? Copenhagen. Yeah. Like well, almost every corner. All right. Well, so funny story is when you guys were gone, I think I went downtown Phoenix with some girlfriends and we went to see a comedy show and we went into like two different restaurants while we were down there. And I felt like I was on vacation. Like I was like, I'm exploring new places <laughs> in downtown Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, okay, you can tell like I need to go on a trip because... Yeah, just going downtown when Phoenix, Phoenix is like, exciting. Yeah, I felt like I was on a trip. Well, this last week, we have a some, there's a couple, I think they're out of New York, and they said they're thinking about coming to, did you see the message? Yeah. Thinking about coming to Phoenix so we can be on the podcast. And oh, wow. I, I, I've been wanting to write it back, so, but first, I want to say, don't come now. Come to Phoenix when it's, <laughs> we don't encourage <laughs> anyone to come to Phoenix ruin now. Phoenix for we, we, we want them on the show because I'm, they were, so they were in, because I talked to you, Katie, but they were in, what's Italy when we were in Copenhagen. Oh, very cool. And when we were in Copenhagen, they were in a huge soccer, the European soccer tournament. Italy won it. And they were in Italy. And so they, they extended their trip so they could be there for that. So oh, they did could, they? Yeah, because they showed videos of like the big squares where the place went oh, crazy. That would have been awesome. That would have yeah. been really cool to be like in that atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're talking about like Phoenix is like, it was like a, a trip for you because it was. Yeah. Because no one goes and sees Phoenix. But. but I think it's funny. If you talk to like my coworkers that live in Phoenix but grew up somewhere else. They always talk about how they came to Phoenix in like February or March. Yeah. And then they were like, I'm moving here. Yeah. Like it's, it's no one never came to visit Phoenix in July and was like, I'm staying. Yeah. It's like, well, when we were gone, Drew that was on the show, he was at a big airline convention and, and they did it in July in Phoenix. And I'm like, why? And he, he showed videos of him just like sweating. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and there was awful. some haboobs that came through. So the it's big... humid with it too. So it's not just yeah. a regular and, dry Phoenix hot. So I was like, who? It's all. 
it's just, I wanted to be there because there was all the airline, the a- aviation geek stuff that I went to. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, it's a miserable time to do it. And who wants to go watch planes? I don't know how much they did. They did some tours, but anyways. Yeah, that was... Well, because even on your downtime, it's like, you don't want to go outside then. You don't want to move. Yeah. Ugh, gross. So our friend Justin, he was on the show. He's the one that... He's the blind... Yeah, him and friend. Jen were on. Yeah. And he said, what happened to your sound? Like, it was bad for a couple of weeks. And I was like, I don't know. We're using the same equipment we have for a few months now. Yeah. And I asked our friend Laura... And she's like, oh, no, it sounds great. And I listened to it. I was like, it was terrible. So apparently the way I was saving it, it was a lower quality for some reason, the the program I use. So sorry for everyone that listened. There was a couple of episodes, and I think I went back and fixed one of them. But uh, if you're still listening after that, because it was pretty bad. Those are the diehards. Yeah. It was uh, Rayanne, her show, and Katie's parents that were on. So I fixed Katie's parents. I need to go fix them. But, but, uh, so sorry about that for everyone. Yeah, well, I mean... Good thing we've got good friends who will tell us the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when your flies down, you need that friend to be like, uh, your flies down. Yeah. Good, but so. I'm, all what I'm saying is Laura is a friend that would let us walk around with our fly down. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's too nice to tell us. <laughs> she can't say no. <laughs> That's not good. She, she specifically said, oh, I would let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did she? Yeah. So that, she's too good a friend to do that. So you talk about how grateful you are to fly. Oh, yeah. So I was, maybe that's just me. I had a moment where I was in Copenhagen and I was actually writing Katie in Australia that was on the show. Oh, yeah. Because she just got her vaccine, but still they can't go anywhere. Like, Is Australia still pretty locked down? Yeah, they are. And so I, I was just kind of thought, we're so lucky that we could just come here. And I, I think this whole trip that we did, um, nine days in Europe travel, and we did three different airlines. And it was like $200 for flights round trip to Europe. Holy crap. That's good. Yeah, two Zed fares and then one on our airline. And we got, we'll talk about later. We got business class coming home. I mean, but it, yeah, it was just the fact that we can do that. And it, it just was so, so easy. So I, I just felt kind of grateful that we ha- were able to just go fly, just to go go places. And so. Yeah, for sure. So for a couple of reasons, for just the, the non-rep part and then just the fact that our country being vaccinated is. They let us go places. Yeah. It's kind of funny. We, on our way home, sitting in Dallas, we met that couple. I think he was a pilot. She's a flight attendant. And just kind of laughing at, like, oh, I can't have first class. I'm not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and we just, we were so starved to go on vacation that we were willing to take the back of the plane to Copenhagen versus, like, possibly... I don't know, the Zed Fair on that, so we didn't have to possibly miss out on anything. At least we still got the three seats we could lay across, but yeah, it was funny. So we we talked about, for a number of I don't know, weeks or months, we are going to go do Greece. That was the only thing that was open. Yeah, because when we were planning this trip, we had it set so our parents were going to watch our boys. We had this kid's set, so we, just knew, we knew we were going to go somewhere, but didn't know where. We just kind of knew when. And Greece, it came out early and said, we're going to be open. So we said, what's where we're going? I mean. Well, I think at least I'd always had a desire to go to Greece. I think you'd kind of. Yeah, I still do. Both of us. Yeah. Yeah, So I think it was like, oh, well, if they're open then too. Yeah. Like you guys were like, yeah, let's do it. But Mama Chris was on the show and she said she would in like November. She said, I wouldn't want to be going this summer. And we're like, that's when we're going. Yeah. (laughs) That's when we have that that time was in July. 
And so when things started opening up, we started realizing, okay. And even when I look, started researching, they said that Greece is peak seasons of like spring and fall. Summer gets a little hot. And we already don't love the heat, even though we're from Arizona. So we thought, okay, well, what else can we do? And we found Copenhagen was open. Denmark is open. Yeah, as so long we're as you're spend vaccinated. Nine days in Copenhagen. Yeah. So, and, and I didn't really have a desire to go to Copenhagen before. I mean, it was, it wasn't on my top of my list. Was it for you? N- not in my top 10. Yeah. It was just like somewhere we're going to go at some point, but it wasn't like. I, that's it. I could kind of see it as like if I was trying to plan a trip and it had the best open first class seats, I'd be like, okay, well, we'll go there. Yeah. But, it, but it, it would be, be worth it. It'd be worth it. But yeah, but having been there I, now. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like you said, it wouldn't be my top 10. But if it was like, if I could get good seats there, I could see yeah. like, yeah, I'll go check it out then. And there's no American-based airlines that fly nonstop there. Oh, really? Yeah, there's none there right now. Is that because of COVID or is that? I don't think so. I, I think that United has flown there sometimes because SAS, Scandinavian Air, mm-hmm. they have a hub there. So they have Star Alliance there a lot. Oh, there was Star Alliance. Okay. And so United did some, but they, they're the ones that fly a lot to the States. And that's who we flew Interesting. over there. So we, we ended up going... From L.A. to nonstop, to 11 hours to Copenhagen. That's a long flight. It is a long flight. And that's what... So our options were either to go L.A. to Philly, and then Philly to Amsterdam, and then Amsterdam Z on SAS to Copenhagen. And we may have got like a business class seat, at least the premium economy from Philly to Amsterdam. But we already had seats. So we, 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 when I booked the Z fare on it... SAS, they gave us seats immediately, 24 hours in advance. Because it was so open. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's always their case or they just so open. They would just automatically, here's their seats. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And they were in the back. And so we were hoping that we could sweet talk our way up. Yeah. Schmooze it up. And so we we dressed up. I I I never like tip multiple people have said. Yeah. So we dressed up and we actually. Katie went and got a bunch of. Wasn't it? Was it 4th of July or 5th of July? It was on the 4th of July. So we got even like red white and blue candy and like made little gift bags and put tyler's podcast card in there and they were grateful but not grateful enough yeah well we'll talk about that more because i think i learned a lot we kind of that's kind of like well it definitely was good for us to have those yeah we we use them other times yeah and actually so we don't drink yeah but they they got the flight attendant after we gave to him we, he would have given us whatever he wanted drinking wise where yeah. I don't think that was the case for everyone else. Oh, very cool. Once he found out we're employees and here's yeah. some candy. So he wanted to take care of you as much as he could. Yeah. He, he felt like that's what he could do. And well, we had heard from someone that it's against their policy, but other people have said, no, that's not. They, they've had success getting up front with SAS. Because we knew there was 30 seats in their business that was open mm-hmm. and, and then they had a bunch in the premium economy. I was hoping for premium economy. That was kind of like, that would have yeah. been nice. Just a little bit better. Yeah. But we both ended up with our own row of three. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. And there was the one thing that I was going back and forth because it was a it was on a 350. I don't know if you know that kind of plane. So it's basically equivalent to a of our Airbus's Dreamliner. Oh, okay. So it's a, a nice brand new, like maybe a year old plane. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a nice plane. And so what is the configuration in the back then? Is it two, three, two, three, 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 three. Yeah. Okay. They, one of the features that I thought was really cool. And, and I was actually trying to find out if this company has it. Cause they don't, don't all like Delta has this plane, but I don't think they have it. The three fifty. Mm-hmm. they have a, a camera on the tail mm-hmm. of 
And then one of the on your screen, you can watch outside from the back, so you can see outside. Oh, cool! Landing. You watched off. your own plane land. It yeah, was very really it was cool. it was really cool. And from the back, anyway, that'd be kind of. They had two different view. cameras, one there and then one underneath. But I actually liked the back. And I took some pictures that I'll, I'll share. Oh, did, see, that's I, I haven't even really seen pictures. Yeah, because I've so. been, but it's really cool. Yeah. And so I actually had it set up so I had one screen in front of me was the map to kind of watch us. Uh huh. This is the kind of the nerd I am. And the other screen was that view. And that's our friend Greg. He's, he, I showed him and he was like, I could watch that the whole time. I could just All watch right. that, like, <laughs> watch the ground, the clouds. And so it was one thing that was interesting to me. And I don't know you cared, Katie, was we left LA at 11 in the morning. Uh-huh. And then we landed in Copenhagen at seven in the morning. The next day? The next day. So okay. we, we left and we went so far north. And this is July 4th. That the sun never set, and that was so crazy. Doing an overnight, it's a red eye flight. Yeah, because red eye is the next it morning. It never got dark. Yeah, I've lived in that before. You, I don't think you've ever experienced that. Yeah, I mean, what, Alaska was probably the most. And well, I was just thinking this though with the view on the tail. I was like, but it'd be dark most of the time. But it wasn't. It, it wasn't because of yeah. how north it was this yeah. time of year. Interesting. You kind of watch the sun like move a little bit but it just it didn't move it it just stayed right there the entire time oh, cool. and that's what they they try to make it dark in the cabin so people mm-hmm. would sleep but it was like the sun's out like <laughs> you can see the sun's out the whole time so the sun's awake so i'm awake <laughs> uh, that was pretty much my story <laughs> yeah i thought it was great and i had a, i mean it would have been nice to get upgraded but it was a nice airplane they were nice to us and you guys still got a meal in the back? Oh, yeah. I got a couple meals. Did I, Katie okay. didn't enjoy hers, but I like it. I'm just picky. But uh, yeah, I really like the food. So I feel like food on airplanes is either hit or miss. To me, it's either really good or it's like, ooh, pass. Well, I think even with our trip home, I have a feeling that like they're kind of limited still because of COVID. Like things have to be wrapped a certain way or like oh, yeah. more individually versus like, like, have you ever been on a flight? And you're in first and they get like bring around the bread basket or whatever. Like, I don't think they can do that because uh, everything needs to be individually wrapped and they're like too exposed or whatever. They yeah. yeah. And so I think they're more limited on what they can serve. And so in my mind, that's probably why the food's not as great as what we've had pre COVID. I, yeah. I think we're just flight snobs now, but <laughs> yeah, but I thought the food was good, and they gave us two meals. Better one, than expected. One thing that was interesting getting on, and maybe other people, this isn't weird to them, is because we had our mask on, had to wear masks, but mm-hmm. we had to wear medical masks. Oh, yeah. They exchanged our masks on the way on the plane? Didn't exchange it. They didn't take ours. They just, well, yeah, but they, they said, you can't wear that. You you have to wear this mask. Yeah. It, oh, interesting. And those ones are not as comfortable around the ears, I yeah. don't feel like, because ours are like fabric. Or, or maybe you can even like adjust. They may be kind of adjustable. Yeah, well, but that so. was where the the medical mass and that was their like policy. the blue ones that are like the papery fabric yeah but they have a little piece of metal that you can kind of bend around your nose so i'm wondering if they want those specifically because it's covering more of like your air is not going to escape through those masks you're still taking them off though to eat so obviously people are going to be spreading stuff but it just was kind of interesting and that was the only airline that did that the other two airlines we used didn't do that yeah they don't so it was in the airport in Copenhagen. They the announcement said, "Make sure you wear a medical mask." Even though we weren't when we landed, and, and no one said anything. We no, it, but it, it, yeah. So that was kind of a different thing. That was just the the medical mask rather than just any mask. And but it was a nice flight. It was long, but it. 
I don't know, I, I edited part of a podcast on there and slept a little bit and having three seats to yourself isn't terrible. It made I mean, it not yeah. feel as long as it really was. Yeah, it really wasn't too but, bad. So you guys landed at seven. Seven in the morning. So you guys were ready to go for the day? Yeah, I mean, we were tired. Well, we met up with Joe. We met Joe that you had met through, what, Instagram? Yeah, so Joe was, we wanted to have him on the show. He was from Chicago. He just retired from United, and he moved out to Sweden right across the water from Copenhagen. And so I, I'd never met him before in person, but I've always thought very highly of him. And he was their United's photographer. He, well, he seems like, like kind of a celebrity because I think I follow him on well, yeah. yeah, he's media even been well. in like Time Magazine. Like he's, photos, he's yeah. really good. But he was he was great, and so yeah, we spent the day with him. Oh, cool! Because yeah, he was able to come over, and so he lived he, up to the hype. Yeah, he was so nice. Yeah, so thank you for taking us around, Joe. That's what both of us were like. He's just as, as much as everyone always says, like, gotta be Joe. He's, he's so nice. He, he really was. Yeah, and it didn't sound like he had actually really been through Copenhagen much because I think his fiance like grew up around the area and she's like, why would you want to go visit there? <laughs> but you never really appreciate where you're from, but he seemed like he really enjoyed it. Like just, it's very picturesque. Like if you look on any type of a travel guide for Copenhagen, you have this, they usually take a picture of New Haven street where it's these really brightly colored buildings and in the canal and the canal yeah, and just just walking around the city, it's it's a small city, and so I think it it doesn't take very long to even walk from one side to the other. So we just walked through the city and took a couple shots of popular stuff and got some food there that was really good, and it was nice. Yeah, it was. We we had a good time. It was well, Copenhagen the airport because Sweden is just across like a. Uh, you can see it across the water. Yeah, even closer than, you know, when you're in Hawaii and you can see like Maui across the water. Yeah. It's even, it's like half that distance. Oh, wow. As we're going through, they said, the airport, they said, are you going to Copenhagen or, or are you going to go Sweden? Like, because a lot of people land there and go straight to Sweden. Like, oh, interesting. That the, the big airport kind of serves South Sweden and, I mean, they call it that, but the South part of Sweden and Denmark. And so his fiance that lives over there, it's just like a different country. Like, they're close, but they don't. And he even said there's a, a rivalry between the two, which we learned going to like the castles about all the wars that they've had between the two over the years. Oh, but it still is. He was fun, though, in, to meet up with Joe. It was really nice of him to come over. Because anytime it seems like you go to a new place, you're always kind of like, okay, now which way do I go? And yeah. so he kind of helped us get our bearings and gave us a few recommendations of a place to eat and I'm hoping when when he comes back because he's not there for good. He's staying till, till September. He said that we can get him to come to Phoenix. We I, and uh, we'll record with him and share his travels and yeah, kinda, I'd love to meet him. How he, yeah, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, so that'd be fun. So, so was it hard getting around Copenhagen then? Actually, comparing Copenhagen to Amsterdam, Copenhagen was super easy. It was it's a smaller city. You have we we were able to find like a a Copenhagen card or something that has museums and travel on it that's oh, all cool. included. And there's only one company really for for public transportation. And so it all just worked everywhere we went. We had Yeah, we got, we paid for three days worth. Mm -hmm. And there was a number of things. Katie did all this research and so we got into the castles and it was almost everything we wanted, right? With with that card. 
Oh yeah, there was, was maybe cool. there was a. I think there was just maybe one thing that wasn't covered, but yeah, but the trains, the subways, the buses, everything was covered, unlimited during those times. So oh, very. We cool. just would pull up and just hop on anything and get anywhere we needed fast. So I, we ended up staying. The Airbnb we booked was right across the street from a castle. Was it? Was it, it was, Rosenberg? Rosen? Yeah, something like that. And so it's where they have their crown jewels. Oh, did you guys go see those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. that was that was one of the stops with things we could do, so we were able to go see those. So. And we actually cool. hadn't planned that originally, but since we were right there, we passed it every day. We're like, well, why don't we do that? So, so you guys went to see a Viking museum, though. Well, so I don't know. This is probably it wasn't a castle, so you might have liked this history more. They have this city little part of a city that had a little harbor with it and the vikings back in like a thousand eighty or something there were kind of three ways to get through that harbor and they wanted to make it difficult for people to come in so they could kind of protect themselves so they sunk five of their viking ships so that only one passage was workable to get through there and it was mm. the most difficult one but they're from there so they know how to do it mm-hmm. and like in the recent past people were starting to find these pieces of ships that were coming up and so they built these kind of walls around and pumped the water out pulled the five ships up piece by piece marked them all individually like archaeologists do with things and took them back and they had to be like super cautious with them put them with this water and gelatin type solution so that um, they could preserve them and they wouldn't just fall apart and they rebuilt these five boats and then built a museum around it. And they've, they, they're only parts of the boats that are left, but it's enough to see how big they were and to know kind of probably what their uses were. And then they recreated some of those ships. So you can go see those. You can even go out on the water on one of them. I don't think they were doing that the day we were there, but, and they have like, it'd be a super fun little place for kids they've got like axe throwing and just little viking type activities <laughs> well probably probably not for kids they have these like wooden swords or plastic swords that the kids could wear like chain mail and and pl- play fight with this with the plastic swords and they had real life javeling for the kids <laughs> <laughs> well i mean that just sounds cool because the high school that Tyler and I both went to, our mascot was the Viking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was, yeah. So I would feel very like, yeah, go Vimont. <laughs> we, uh, that little town, where was that? It was like an hour outside town, the train ride. Yeah. And there's also in that place was the... Roskilde. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but their cathedral. And it's kind of their version of Westminster Abbey, where okay. they'll have like weddings there. But they also have, I think, 39 kings and queens that are buried there. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it was super fun. And like some of them were super elaborate. The The queen that they have right now, her tomb, coffin, sarcophagus, whatever it is, yeah. is there. But it's like got this weird case kind of case around it. it. They won't unveil it until she actually dies. Oh, it's And all... she's like 80 something, I think. So well, I mean, probably won't be too much longer. But Queen Elizabeth in England, she's she's pressing 90, isn't yeah. she? She's getting close. <laughs> And but actually, it's they they kind of view their royalty the same way as they don't have a lot of power to do anything. They're just kind of more a head of state, like a the parliament people do do more of the laws and stuff. But it was really cool to go there and see. Yeah, so we did that those. those two things in one day: the Viking 
museum and that one because that was There's a just, train yeah. right out and, a, and then a little all, quick yeah. walk. So, but that was <laughs> Tyler. Are you gonna say about what um, your impression was about reading about some of those the kings and queens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting because you go through each of them, and a lot of them. It's so different than the states. You know, we're coming with like the other president. You know, like him, he's gone. A, a, a king. It's a. It's so foreign to me, at least. But a lot of them, you'd read this description about him, and it's like, this guy was a jerk. He, he was, was a, a drunk. drunk. He had prostitutes all the time. Everyone hated him. But he was the king. And uh, it was just like, and now we're here's his throne. Like here's where. It's like if someone we was can like remember him forever. If someone was like a, a president, I was like, he's these things, then people would hate him. Like, no, we don't want to. But here we're going to have like have this really Huge nice yeah, for him, like and he still gets to live. Yeah, that, yeah, that life. And and you go through, and almost all of them were that way. Like <laughs> there this was guy was schizophrenic. He was there was like yeah, one of their big ones was the, the was Charles with the fourth or whatever. It's like he did a Christian. lot. Christian, yeah, Christian the fourth, but he also like bankrupt the country to build all these things for himself. Like, <laughs> like there was a lot of similarities, like with him and Versailles. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. They even have their own version of Versailles. So that was to me that was kind of interesting. It was just like, why do they keep having these kings that are just like? And, and I think a lot of the cases back then, at least, that they had their people that took care of them, so they were just these rich party kids. I mean, yeah. they, they grew up with the luxury things. Oh my gosh. And one of them, I, the castles I think we went to, we saw that, read that, because we saw, how many castles did we see? Too many. <laughs> More than one <laughs> is too many. Yeah. Oh, what I was telling you before is Rick Steves, the that does those guidebooks that I like, he has things that are tiered, that are um, like, must see, see if you have time, and then just good to know about. Mm-hmm. Um so some of the things that we went to, I, I don't know if they were really big on his list, but um, he calls people that want to go to all the castles. He calls them castle collectors, I think. And so it's like, oh, my gosh, I have a name. <laughs> I'm a castle collector. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if it's a castle, I'm there. Uh, but Tyler, it's like, well, you've seen one, you've seen them all. But you're a plane collector then. Yeah, yeah, he's a plane collector. Yeah. The fact that we took three airlines and two new planes on our trip, he was like in heaven. But so we saw the castle that Hamlet is based off of. And we saw the palace where or the castle where the crown jewels are kept. We saw the one that they still use to do their like big galas or whatever. And then I think we even saw... Oh, and then we saw the one that was their version of Versailles, where it had like the gardens outside there too. Was it beautiful? I really like it. I think Tyler probably could care less. Um, the gardens at Versailles, I felt like were more opulent, but it was really pretty. I was just hitting my max. Yeah, well, that was the second one we had done that day, and it was that afternoon, and I just I I needed to sleep. Oh yeah, because so Kronberg and Fredericksburg—that's the Hamlet one and the Versailles one are just outside of Copenhagen. So you take a little, what is it, 30, 40 minutes of a train or bus out there. But they're close enough that you can do them both in one day. So that's what we did. And that's about I told Katie what ruined him. So my friend Dick that's passed away, he was this rich guy that didn't have kids. And so his wife would take him to Europe. And he say they call them AFCs. And the F is the F word. Another F-ing. Yeah. 
church it was a cathedral. He, they're, they're all castle, seas. All seas. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, I'm so sick of these. And I'm okay doing one, but that's one thing we, we realized on this trip was Katie loves the old, old stuff, those castles and things. And I'm I can't more, get enough of them. I want to know what every room was for. And I could probably care less about the galleries, like the actual artwork that they have in there. I want to, I just want to see like even just the ceilings and the walls. And, and you kind of want to be like transported back in time to mm-hmm, see it. Exactly. And so I, I can walk through them, but I don't need to know. I mean, just like, was this bedroom? Okay. Another bedroom, another button. But I'm more like World War II stuff. Like my next trip that I want to do, I want to do like Poland. And Germany. Germany. Go see World War II stuff. This would be really cool. Yeah, I think it, I really want And Katie has almost no desire to do that. I just, I when they have p- even pictures of what those people went through, it just, it makes me sick and it just makes my heart hurt. I, I don't know if I can go to the concentration camps, but it was kind of funny. Tyler was saying, so we need to have you go first to a place. You go do all your castles and then we'll meet in the middle and we'll do the stuff that we both want to do. And then I'll leave and he can stay and do the things that I don't want to do. Yeah, because we that's one thing we've realized is when we go to Hawaii, we both have the same interest. But Europe is we both have some different ones. But it's okay on this trip because Amsterdam was m- more modern, I think. Which is kind of funny because I liked Copenhagen more and you liked Amsterdam more, I think. But I, I did enjoy Copenhagen and I'd go back if someone wanted to go back. I just... I don't need to see each one of those castles again. But both of them were super easy to get around. They all speak English super well. Yeah, like they, we were even told in something or other that if they speak with an accent, they they're not from there. Like they they learn English so well that they don't even speak it with an accent, and so you can get around super easy. They're not real chit chatty. They don't do small talk in Copenhagen, but they they'll be real nice to you. It's perfect. <laughs> so if you guys were telling me, let's say I have a trip, I'm going to plan to go to Copenhagen. What would be my must-sees? Well, there's kind of two parts of it, I would say, because there's like the history of it, like all the castles and stuff and the everything with Christian the Fourth was super big. And like they even said, I think there's just so many castles there. They would only spend a few days or a few weeks at each one. And then they'd take their little posse and go on to the next one. But then there's also this Hans Christian Andersen is woven through everything. Cause Who is he, that? I don't know. So I grew up with Hans Christian Andersen's stories. It's the, the ugly duckling, Thumbelina, Little Mermaid. Okay. That's all Hans Christian Andersen. That city just loves him. Everywhere you go, you see stuff about him. And they even have like, a little Hans Christian Andersen experience where if you're really familiar with his fairy tales, it's kind of fun because you can go and kind of see these storybooks come to life. Anyway. So it was, it was neat for me because of that. Um, But then I also kept thinking of my brother a lot too, because was, was Copenhagen the one that had like, yeah, Copenhagen has um, this big, huge Lego store, but um Legos were originated in Denmark. And so Legos are super big over there. And one of my brothers is their family is all into Legos. But then there was also like kind of more romantic stuff too, like the canals. You could take the, take the boat tours. That's and- the, I think the things I enjoyed from the Copenhagen are, are different than yours because yours are the castles and the old stuff. Mine was, yeah, they had a canal tour we did, kind of like um, Amsterdam had the one too. But 
but uh, that people would know about. But it was really pretty to go through the canals and um, the guy that did the tour guide. He was a live tour, which was, was enjoyable, and he did it in English and Danish. But it was nice because he explained everything that they did there. We could see the big the architecture of the the newer buildings that they had have, which plus the old buildings fun. and the the big palace they had. So that was one of my favorite things, and then also. They have it's it's kind of like a old Six Flags is a, a amusement park, and we got in free oh, Tivoli. with Tivoli. And well, it was part of the Copenhagen card. So part of the card it covered our yeah. Admission. We didn't get the rides for free, but you go and they had a concert, uh, a um, Danish oh Danish rap, rap concert, concert was going, going on. on, and everyone was like so into it, like yeah. screaming the songs, and so it was kind of fun to. Um, even just people watched there. And they had, it was like gardens too. And we're like, what's the gardens? But they had beautiful flowers in there. Some flowers I'd never seen before. Yeah. So we See, did. I'm pretty strict on garden. Not strict, but I'm like pretty, because I worked in the gardens for that summer. Yeah. And oh, so like, yeah. And so I'm like pretty critical of gardens. These were pretty though. You're very pretty. And well, they even had like, what we had heard, the best time to go, like the daytime is when you take the kids. The nighttime is more for like, the adults and the lovers and because they have all the lights turn on and it's super cool the lovers Mm. yeah big selling point um but did you say you're gonna edit that i didn't hear i don't know what no one said oh probably just in in the the book that i read no and in um looking through like youtube and some of those videos about where we're going but they even have like this little pond or something in there and they've got these like really interesting kind of statues of things i guess like certain lights that are made to look like certain things or the lights done in really neat ways and i thought it was really pretty i'm sure it would be stunning if it actually got super dark at night that was the problem is i think on the weekends is longer we were there on a thursday i believe and it closed at 11 p.m and it's still light outside it wasn't yeah so if we hadn't have stayed all the way until it closed we wouldn't have seen like even the lights make a difference. But that was cool. And I enjoyed that. So my more of my favorite things was more of that stuff than the castle. So then you guys would recommend getting that Copenhagen pass. Oh, totally. Because there's so many things to do in Copenhagen. And having the transportation included in that made it worth it. Like you just have to go through. Oh, and the other nice thing about it is they give you an app and you can go and like click all the places that you want to go to and it'll show you how much money you save by getting that card versus by just paying for those things individually. It made it super easy to understand. So we would have saved like a couple hundred krone or something. So krone is their money over there, but very cool. it was really nice. It was, it was so much better organized in my opinion than when we went to Amsterdam. Yeah, it was, it was worth the money. I, if you were to go there, I would say do that. Or at least, at least if you're research. going there for like a couple of days, two, three days, yeah. it makes it worth it. Well, so you guys kind of did what our friend Megan suggested, right? Do don't stay anywhere longer than three or four days, wasn't that? Her? Well, that's what. So we had it set up. Our kids were going to get watched for I think nine or ten days. Like we had that block of time, and when we first researched, we said Copenhagen's open. It we'll spend be the hot. whole time it's, there. And then actually I saw that Amsterdam opened up. Like a week before we left or something yeah, like that. So that's what we said. Okay, well, we don't need to be there for nine days. I, I think honestly, we would have. the three or four days we were there I think was perfect. One thing that was interesting to me, and maybe by the time this comes out, because the COVID things are changing so much, I was expecting it to be more of a hassle, I think, 
we knew that we could go there with our vaccine cards. And when we were in LA to get on the flight, they didn't even ask to look at them. I didn't think that that we would really even need them for anything. But everywhere we went, they asked for our COVID passes. The passes, yeah. Every place we went into, we had to show them our ticket and we had to show them that we've been vaccinated. When we we landed, we had to go through customs and we showed them our passport and showed the card and they were in. Like that was it. I was watching a YouTube video recently and uh, a couple that travels the world had went to Rome within weeks before us and they had to get their test before, which we didn't, we didn't have to do. And when we landed, they had to have another test. And I was just, I was expecting so much like, and so just to be like, look at a little card and be like, you're good. Like, that's it. Like, that's the extent of. Perfect. Well, and then even going from Copenhagen to Amsterdam, they didn't even look at our, our COVID passes. Yeah, because we were already they? in the EU. So that's what. It, yeah, they, they didn't even really care. So it was fun. It was, it was easy. I mean, with the, the vaccine cards and so. Yeah, I would recommend. Yeah. Oh, and Tyler was kind of funny too. They are super big into bikes. There are more bikes there than there are cars. There are bike lanes. Both in Copenhagen or in Amsterdam? Both. Both. I know Amsterdam's like big. Big. Bikes. But yeah. Copenhagen is more. Really? Yes, I think so. There was Well, it's a smaller city, and so it's almost like why not? Yeah, their their bike lanes are really set up well in both places. But yeah, you have to make the sure two not countries to walk we in chose them, are, they'll are, yeah, bring their little bells at you. But, but you see a, a few cars pulled up and then like 30 bikes of people that they just get around. It's so funny to see this like huge swarm of bikes. It's like the tour When France, the light turns. Like, all no, the seriously. And, and they have these like really cool cubbies that, that, that some of them. So like you'll see them have a couple kids in there and they're taking their bike on or like. That's awesome. One of them, I even saw them have another yeah. adult in there. Another adult. But they'll, anything you do Shut in a car. We're going on a bike ride. No, seriously. We were wondering if it was like an Uber. Like they paid for that thing. Oh. Or, you know, they're, they're everywhere and they they do things in there that people would do in their car. It was, it was watching people smoke and bike bikes or oh, really? it's, a, it's on or their phone phones, texting, bike. almost anything you would see someone driving and doing. It, it was just, that's how they. But including like Uber Eats and stuff. They're on bikes. They have this like huge, like insulated box that they wear as a backpack or on the back of their bike. And yeah, if you've been to both, it's it stands out in how many people are on bikes in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. And we never did them, but we've we saw that was kind of like a lot of the Airbnbs said like we'll rent you a bike too if if you want to. Interesting. Well, the other thing too is it doesn't seem like. Um, theft is really a big thing over there. They'll leave like their baby in the stroller outside of a store or something. Sometimes when they'll go in for something, yeah, like, they don't they really with Lifetime movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, yeah, they're it was a very super... safe country. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Very safe, very very clean. It was it was nice. It was an older Phil country, and that's yeah, fun. So, well, so we're gonna break this the show up into two parts. So that everyone's going to stay tuned to see how Amsterdam turned out. Yeah. So we'll talk about getting over Compare to Amsterdam. And contrast. And then, and then getting home from there in Amsterdam. So, but uh, we just wanted to share this part. And yeah, well, oh, it was fun to hear about Copenhagen. And- yeah. So Copenhagen was, was fun, though. It was, it was perfect for what we needed. And so I know um, our dad wants to go to Sweden, which, so I'm sure at some point we'll go back because where he wants the part of Sweden he wants to go to is the south part. That's where ancestors are from. So then he'll he'll love it too. He'll fit right in with all of 
his people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to anyone. Yeah, no small yeah. talk. <laughs> so. No talking on the public transportation. But, but uh, thanks for everyone for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Right, bye. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. Thanks for joining Tyler and Monique. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter by searching Non-Rev Lounge. Also, you can contact them at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. They would love to hear from you. They are always looking for ideas to make their show better. If you are enjoying the show, please think about leaving a review or rating so other people can find this show. Thanks for joining us. See you next week and safe travels. The it's entertainment be, one. It's easier if it's just your phone. Prime. What are you saying? What? Driving him nuts. Oh. Oh. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> What's driving It's driving your nuts. It's like, uh, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to have to write down that phrase at home. You're driving my nuts. <laughs>